Hi, my name is Jurian Arney and I'm a licensed clinical social worker working in private practice in the state of Florida. Welcome to the Cultivative Conversation podcast where I engage listeners in conversation about mental health related topics and use questions designed to assist with exploring things of gratitude, nostalgia, sharing and learning, to normalize mental hygiene, and to invoke togetherness and intimacy through conversation. Welcome to another episode of the Cultivative Conversation podcast. Today, I'd like to engage you in a conversation about physical grounding. This is the second of three episodes which make up my grounding series. If you've listened to the first episode on mental grounding, the next bit of information will be a reminder to you. But if this is your first episode, welcome. And I hope that you listen to episode one, but also episode three, which will be coming soon. In a previous episode about cognitive behavioral therapy, I talked about how we all experience uncomfortable emotions. Uncomfortable is the word that I use to describe emotions like anger, frustration, sadness, worry, hopelessness, and anxiety. I also spoke about the impact our ways of thinking can have on our ability to effectively cope with challenging situations. And this was discussed in the episode on CBT, but also in the episode on cognitive distortions. Grounding is the term used to describe a set of techniques or behaviors that can help with detaching from emotional pain. The goal of grounding is to create a timeout that allows us opportunity to gain control over our feelings, to address triggers, and to then resolve problems in the most effective and least harmful ways. There are many types of grounding, and physical grounding techniques encourage us to focus using our senses. Let's talk through the practice of five physical grounding techniques. The first technique is stretching. Try extending your fingers, your arms, and or your legs as far as you can. Slowly and gently rolling your head around can also be helpful. This is a favorite because it can be done standing up, but also from a seat, which makes it accessible in spaces that limit space and movement, such as at your desk, in class, or even during a meeting at work. The second technique is clenching and releasing your fists. This is another of my favorites because it incorporates progressive muscle relaxation. The goal is to create tension by clenching and finding relief in the release. Some find it helpful to focus their uncomfortable emotion into the clench as they often describe feeling a release of that uncomfortable emotion upon releasing the tension um, from their fist. The third physical grounding technique is carrying a grounding object in your pocket. This is usually a small object, like a small rock, a piece of jewelry or cloth that you can touch for comfort. I've found this technique to be very effective with children. One child that I worked with loved trinkets. She gave meaning to each one that she found. Every morning she would choose a few that she kept in her pocket throughout the day. This child was very easily agitated, which often resulted in destructive behavior. But when she learned to ground by using the trinkets that she was already carrying for comfort, she became increasingly able to self-soothe and self-regulate. And there was a significant reduction in her need for redirection. 
I worked with another child who was in kindergarten at the time. She was at risk for being expelled because of behavior issues. There was a lot going on with this child's family situation, and one of her greatest fears was being separated from her siblings. I suggested to her teacher and to the principal that she be allowed to keep a photo of her family in her binder and that she be encouraged to look at the photo when she was having a difficult time in class. Within days of implementing this grounding tool, her behavior improved and her teacher was amazed by how something that appeared to be so quote unquote simple was as effective as it was, but it was very effective. If you're a provider looking for an electronic health record program that is HIPAA compliant and helps streamline practice tasks, Theranest is for you. With Theranest, I'm able to give my clients access to my client portal, through which they have access to documents like consent forms, releases, and intake questionnaires, which has been so helpful in my transition to primarily virtual services. My clients also get access to my calendar to self-manage their appointments and many more features that allow them to be actively involved in their services. Right now, you can enjoy a 30-day free trial of Theranest and receive 20% off your first two paid months of service by using the link in the show notes. Please give Theranest a try, let them know that I sent you, and feel free to let me know how you're enjoying it. The fourth technique is jumping up and down. We know that physical activity in general increases serotonin and that moving our body helps relieve stress. My clients often look at me crazy when I share this one and with good reason. The idea of jumping up and down in the middle of a challenging conversation, in public, or even in a way that is perceived as random can be intimidating. That said, I encourage being mindful of your environment when choosing to engage in this and really in any grounding technique and to recognize that you may need to solicit support so that your practice is effective. For example, a teen may need to ask to go to the restroom where they can privately jump up and down. A parent may work with their child's teacher to encourage and allow jumping up and down in a corner in the classroom when needed. And a parent may jump with their child to ground themselves while also modeling effective and maybe even desired behavior. The last technique that we're going to talk about today is eating something in a savoring way. The goal of this technique is to fully experience the food. Describe to yourself what you see, what you smell, what you feel, and any flavors that you experience. Doing this technique with a piece of chocolate is a common exercise used to introduce mindfulness practice. And the goal is to engage all of your senses um, to help with detaching from the uncomfortable or distressing emotion um, and focusing on something that you enjoy. When engaging in the practice of grounding, here are a few things to be mindful of. The first is breathing. It is important to be mindful of your breath and to take deep inhales and exhales throughout your practice of each technique. I recommend breathing in for a count of five, breathing out for a count of five with a hold for a count of five in between. Let's practice together. Good job. 
The next note is to try as many techniques as you can and to take note of the ones that you like best. You may find that you enjoy physical techniques more than soothing techniques or that you enjoy a combination of them all. Knowing which techniques work best for you increase the probability that you'll use the technique when necessary. My last note is to practice. Like every other skill, grounding takes practice. Practice makes us more familiar and familiarity brings comfort. Um, I think of the importance of practicing these skills like I do fire extinguisher training. Um, I've shared in other episodes when I worked for an agency, I completed annual training on how to use a fire extinguisher, even though the chances of me ever having to use one was low. That considered, it was still important that in the case of an emergency, I knew what to do with the tool that was provided. Can you imagine trying to figure out how to use a fire extinguisher in the midst of an active fire? I don't expect that I would be as comfortable or as effective in using the fire extinguisher if I didn't have that advanced training and practice. So my message to you is to not wait until you're in an emergency situation of your own to learn how to use the tools um, so that you are effective in engaging in the desired self-regulation. I hope that this information is helpful to you. Please feel free to use the contact information in the show notes to send any questions, comments, um, or any responses that you may have uh, to this conversation. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you again soon. Thank you for joining me for this cultivative conversation. If you have not already, Please subscribe to the Cultivative Conversation podcast and share this episode with a friend.